0: Alright, guys, uh, it is Saturday, this is my almond I'm eating, Saturday, August 20th, 2011. Well, what I wanted to do was re-record this one because I recorded one on August 4th, I think it was, I had an instrument lesson. So I recorded, like I always do, kind of do it in the morning when I'm heading to work or something like that, or it used to be I'd head to the lesson and do it. Um, But didn't realize how bad the lesson was going to turn out. So I took this uh, friend of mine his Canon Vixie. I mean, they're like that big, you know, and I've got the camera you're seeing right now with the extended bat or the extra battery on it. I mean, it's it's pretty big and it's heavy too. So, of course, I've got the new mount here, so no problem anymore, but the old system the mount was coming off or it would just fall down and it did it during the lesson. So, um aside from the mount coming off and unsticking from the window and that was my sticky pod I don't know what's going on with that um, so oh well whatever I've got um, rolling shutter I think that's what it's called if you guys see the video which I'm gonna show it anyway I almost scrapped it but I mean, shoot I paid for an hour and a half of fly time I might as well just put the best up but I'm putting a picture-in-picture I had this camera you're seeing I had it mounted kind of I can only get it at an angle Mounted that it was straight on the um, instrument panel, so you can kind of see what I'm doing. So um, it's it's at a bad angle, and the sun was kind of shining in. And of course, it changes as you're flying the, the, the direction of the sun. So that was kind of weird, but you get the picture. So I wanted to kind of show you. You know, we were doing some climbs and descents at certain air speeds, some com- uh, time turns, uh, compass turns. You're going to see. Um, some sponsors that i'm going to be talking about and i've tried to pick people that are really useful and try to make it um as as less as, as the least intrusive as i can got a couple of banners on the website right now on studentpilotjournal.com uh, crazedpilot.com that's the first one i want to introduce and uh it's just a um it's a, a you know some aircraft supply store as far as uh, you know fight bags and Um, there's some headphone accessories and good guys over there. I've talked to those guys a lot so I'm happy to have those their banner on the website and then the uh, obvious one is ForeFlight. ForeFlight I've always talked about them I've been a big uh, fan of them and uh, most people most pilots out there are they're very popular it's a very very useful um, pre-flight app Um, and uh, of course flying in flight app it's very helpful too but the GPS is a little unreliable on the iPhone. That's good on the iPhone and iPad, uh, but they do have external GPS that you can plug in there, and you can buy, and that makes it a little more reliable. Um, but yeah, it, it, I can't say enough about those those guys. But what's very important that if you're going to go and you want to support the podcast, that you go to my website www.studentpilotjournal.com, and you click, and if you want to go to Crazy Pilot and buy some stuff, that you actually click on that banner ad because it is it is tied to my website, and it will let him know when, when you've uh, clicked from my website. With ForeFlight, you go to the website, my website, and you click on the banner. And when it, it's going to take you to their webpage, and it's going to have a button that says Purchase. You're going to purchase your new subscription there. It's I think it's $24.95 for three months. Super deal. I mean, look at it as, you know, what is it, 8 bucks a month. For eight bucks a month, you're getting a host of features. You're getting, you know, maps, you're getting Metars, TAFs, um, uh, VFR sectionals, you're getting um, the AFD. Anyway, very useful app. So check out CrazePilot.com from my website. Click on the banner app. And FloorFlight from my website.
1: Alright, Cessna
0: 183, Sierra Papa is ready at 5. Cessna so 183, Sierra Papa, Melbourne Tower, right turnout, runway 5, clip takeoff, wind uh, 1507. Alright, clip takeoff and right turn
1: out, 3, Sierra Papa. Alright, let's try a couple uh, changes of airspeed. Uh, heading 220, 2500, slow to 70 knots. Let's make a left turn to a 150 heading. Here clear to the left.
0: 150.
1: Smooth man, smooth. <laughs> that was good. Don't forget the uh, rudder coordination in you know, those turns. Okay, let's descend to uh, two thousand two hundred and descend at seventy knots. I should see more solar panels. All right, give me a uh, climb to two thousand five hundred. And uh, you can climb at whatever airspeed you want, but just a uh, 300 foot per minute climb. Okay. Holding uh, one
0: Bravo. five zero. zero. 2 Bravo being Fort Pierce, four miles offshore, southeast down,
1: leading three thousand five hundred up to four point five Bravo north. Seven hundred seven, sir. Can I have two four four two two and a half miles offshore. Three miles off the mooring, northbound. Come stern, governor. Good. Don't forget as you uh, as you add power and pitch the nose up, you're gonna need right rudder. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we're a little to the left of our of our heading. It was kind of keeps going going over there, yeah. Without the without the rudder input. All right, that that'll looks pretty good though. Um, all right, let's try a couple a couple of uh, time turns. Uh, so a standard rate turn is three degrees per second. Oh, got it. Yeah. That. So a, uh, and of course, you know what a standard rate turn looks like on the turn coordinator? Right, with the... Uh... There you go. And I've found out through other instrument lessons that it's actually, if you put the, put the wing on like the bottom portion of that white bar, uh, if you put it in the middle or the upper portion of the white bar, you're not quite doing a standard rate turn. Okay. Um, There's a little bit miscalibrated. Um, so three degrees per second, so a 360 degree turn would be two minutes, 180 would be a minute. 90 degree 30 seconds on support um, Okay, so let's uh okay. Let grab an instrument cover real quick make a, uh, while I'm doing this left turn to 090 090 Okay, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover up the uh, directional gyro and you're going to do a time turn for, uh, we'll try a 30 second turn to the right. Okay. So we should roll out on a 180 heading, right? Okay. Uh, okay, so your clock is running over there? Yep. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to cover the instrument. And okay, are they, uh, whenever you're ready. Uh, Point yeah. on 3, and probably driving 50 r is currently probably west of the, uh, Lake Washington. 1,300
0: feet, heading north, down, climb to 2,000.
1: We're doing a two minute. We're in a 30 second turn. 30 second. Yeah. Roll out on a south heading. Okay. Ah, perfect. Nice. All right, let's try. Uh, let's try one to the left. We'll do a uh, full one minute. So okay. we should roll out on one heading. Okay. Uh, one minute would be rolling
0: out on a uh, north heading. There you go. All right. All right. Okay. There right. we go.
1: You said for a minute, right? One minute. That rain over there to the right,
0: Jason.
1: Yeah. I'm. Um, hold on, I got a shot going on here. Oh, okay. Looks like it. Uh, behind us now. No, no, no. Over. Uh, like right along the coast. Oh, okay. On the river. It's really pretty cool looking. I can enough shot anyway. I'll turn this oh, back that way. Oh yeah. Kind <laughs> of oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. I can get it now. Rovinos, papa Fort Pierce, Invert, really. uh, over the shoreline, <coughs> turning left northbound, 3500. Uh, cool. Not bad. Yeah, cool. Good. Good. Alright, so that's uh, that's time turns, and, um, of course we should have gone over this thing around. That's alright. Uh, I'll, I'll explain where that could be really helpful in, in a bit. 4, um, somebody Rominos. cover this back up, and now we're gonna do some turns with just the uh, just the magnetic compass. Uh, are you familiar with the point, compass turning uh, errors? Dip errors. I You're three and a half out. What's
0: that? So I did not review that.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll give you the. I'm trying to give you the really condensed version. Basically, um, uh, compass has in, in flight here two major types of errors that that we're gonna that we're gonna see one one. Uh, is much more noticeable than the other, uh, is the compass turning here. Yeah, there you go. So, um, it, it, it's only prevalent on uh, when you're turning to or from northerly or southerly headings. Uh, so the first thing let's do is just try to make a right turn to an easterly heading. And the compass is, is going to indicate correctly, so let's just go to right to, uh, to an easterly heading. Um, and of course the the compass indicates backwards yep. from, from our point of view, right? Yeah. So you kind of you're making the numbers slide down. Downhill. It's laggy. It's lagging. Right now? Yeah. Was my at north before? Uh, no, no. So, okay. so it, it, it's indicating backwards, right? You were right. At like three, three zero, so you just turn toward. Turns through north. Um, so when you're turning. Easterly or westerly headings are just as they, as you see them. Turning easterly as I see them. Yeah, so just east, just roll out on, on east. Jason, did you get that? Oh, what? Uh, compass. I, I got a close-up of it, but it's kind of dark because it's so backlit. Okay, all right. All right, so, Okay. gotcha. That makes sense, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and watch your, watch your out a little bit. So you've, you've heard of the acronym UNOS, undershoot north, overshoot south? Not, not that acronym. Okay. I mean there's a bunch of different ways you can, you can remember it. Um, the way that makes the most sense to me is we're in the northern hemisphere and the compass likes to get to north. Okay. So if you're turning to a northerly heading, the compass is going to precede your turn, it's going to be before your turn. You're going to have to roll out, uh, roll out early. If you're turning to a southerly heading, the compass tries to stick on north, you know, likes, likes north, tries to stick on north. So you have to turn past the southerly heading. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep, so you have to roll out past that. Correct. Right. To spot number six. Okay, so let's make a, uh, we're on roughly a zero nine zero heading. Let's make a right turn to just a heading of south.
0: Okay, dispatch, go ahead.
1: And what I want you to do is turn past one eight zero about about twenty degrees, and then roll out. Number
0: three, please. Number three, thanks. One eight two.
1: Past it. Yep. Yeah. As you roll out, you'll see the compass swinging back. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Cool. And anytime you're doing these compass turns, uh, especially in northerly or southerly headings, you have to kind of once you you know once you roll out into level flight, give it three or four seconds for the compass to settle down. Uh, it's really easy to just glance at it, and the compass is still swinging, but you think you're off of your uh, of your target heading. Okay. Okay, so um, the, the amount that you need to roll in, or excuse me, uh, precede or, or go past the heading depends on how much you're turning. Uh, it's, it's gonna be a maximum of about 20. And it depends on a couple things, actually, but it's gonna be a maximum of about 20 degrees. Uh, let's make a uh, left turn to a north heading. But this time you're gonna roll out early, early right? Okay. It's about 20 degrees early. Um, oops. So if you're uh, if you're shooting if you're shooting an instrument approach, like say you're shooting one into Melbourne, uh, it's either really east, easterly or westerly heading. That's pretty easy, right? Because the compass doesn't have turning errors on easterly or westerly headings. But if you're shooting, like say the I, ILS 36 at Titusville, um, it can be pretty difficult with the compass, uh, right? Because I mean you just make a small turn and the compass is swinging way back and forth. Um, so what can be useful is let's say you're trying to turn from a, a heading of 360 to maybe like a left turn to 350. So three degrees per second, standard rate. It's about a three-second turn for 10 degrees. Right? Um, 20 degrees, six or six or seven seconds. Does that make sense? Uh,
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, so when you're when you're using the compass and just trying to make small small turns. Uh, it can be useful to, to just time, even you know, if you're just counting like in your head, especially for those 10 or 20 degree uh, degree turns. So we're on about a what would you say, a three five zero?
0: Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Can you can you see it? Huh? Oh oh, door. Yeah, yes, I got you. Three five zero. Three
1: five zero. Uh, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Let's just try a, a just a right turn to three. Uh, actually just make it zero one zero. So just, just count. Just go, standard rate. Roll in, and then just count six or seven seconds. Casey makes this sound hard. Do I? But Casey makes this sound difficult. Uh, really? Whoa. Sound difficult? Well I'm way too far. A lot to remember. Ah, a lot
0: to remember.
1: Yeah. Okay. Three degrees per second. So for turning. Yeah, I wait way far. Yeah, not sure what happened there. Yeah, no, I'm sure I try. I looked out the window. <laughs> okay. So wait till you're stable and see where you're, see where you're at. One thing to happen is, you know, the compass is very uh, sensitive to things like uh, rudder input or just, you know, especially on northerly or southerly heading, just a little bang and it's, it's swinging. So, uh, just try to maintain perfect level flight and then look up and see where the compass stops. So, we're about on <coughs> 015. Yeah, 1, 1, okay. 010. 0, 0. Okay, so, where do I want to go? So, uh, we're on about 015, let's make a left turn to uh, 355. Five. Oh, what is that? Uh, seven seconds to the left. A left turn to uh, two four zero. Now. I
0: gotta really going to practice
1: this. <laughs> and uh, these are really good to practice on the simulator I know. Yeah, yeah, it I actually it does it. a really good job. Good. That's right. <laughs> uh, funny. Oh, <laughs> why is that? Yeah, you need to uh, practice on the simulator (laughs) so that you don't waste your money.
0: Well, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that one, despite the horrible camera shake. But um, even even beyond that, I was able to uh, to get some useful things out of that by listening to it again, which is my purpose. Was my main purpose a long time ago for recording these was to for review. Uh, with instrument stuff it really helps and this is the tip I got for you so don't press stop yet what you can do if you have a flight simulator uh, instrument flying and flight simulators really come in handy Uh, home flight simulators whatever you want or if your flight you know flight school has a simulator what I did is I took the episode put it on my iPhone Um, just the audio really that's all I cared about and if you Uh, If you're asking, well, how do I do any of that, episode 24, go and download that one. That shows just how I capture all the audio, the equipment that I need, the video, how I capture that as well. Uh, So go check that out. But beyond that, what I wanted to do was simulate my entire instrument lesson and see if it actually worked and see if I could actually follow along with it, put my headphones on and just simulate my whole entire flight. So what I did was I popped up X-Plane, which is my favorite simulator, popped it up, um, put in Melbourne for the starting airport, runway 5. Uh, press play on my iPhone. And as we were taking off, I was taking off on the sim. I guess probably about 20 minutes of, of uh, lesson. So, you know, we did our climbs and descents, We did our time turns. We did our compass turns. Um, this time, because I don't know if anybody's like uh, me, but when you're taking your lesson, you're trying to fly, you're trying to do everything, and he's on to the next topic, and eventually it just kind of sets in, because you do it enough, but especially if it's like a new topic, and you're trying to fly, it's very hard for you to stay up, and at least for me it was. So, you know, he would say, um, you know, he'd explain something, and like, uh, did that make sense? And I'd go, yeah, yeah, sure, well, I'm already on the, I'm on the thing he just talked about a minute ago, I'm still trying to think about what I'm doing, instead of just you know blindly flying no pun intended um, so anyway so we did that I did that in the simulator yesterday it took me like 20 minutes like I was saying and what we did on the lesson was we took off from Melbourne and then as we were finishing up we needed to get fuel so we went to Valkyria which is the other airport that I, I trained out of um, it's about ten or so miles uh, south so we turned uh, to the west, so you'll, I don't know if I kept it in the video, but 270 was what he pointed me to, and then I was, he had me, he led me into the downwind of runway 14 4 in Bunkaria. so, the really neat thing was, is when I finished on the simulator, and he turned me to 270, and I turned, I pointed the nose down, because I hadn't been looking on the outside, I'd just been focusing, like I was, you know, under the hood. Once I pointed the nose down, I was pointed straight in the same place that I was on the video. Really scary. Now I was a little closer, but that's pretty impressive for uh, for doing something. So if you're um, training and you're doing instrument training, I mean, maybe you could do it in your uh, private pilot. I don't, I don't know. But the problem with that is, is you're doing, you know, you're doing a lot of, uh, you know, uh, techniques, kind of, you know short and soft field takeoffs, landings, and stuff like that. So some of that stuff may not work well, but you definitely do some instrument things in private pilot, So you can at least try that. So there's my tip. Don't forget about the sponsors. Don't forget about crazepilot.com forward slash SPJ, or you can just go to my uh, website, www.studentpilotjournal.com and click on the link for Craze Pilot, get some gear. Uh, also for flight. Uh, best, instead of me giving you the URL to click, because you can't click it here, just go to my website. Make sure you click on that banner if you want to purchase or renew a subscription. So that'll really help help me out, and will also show them how well podcasting can be for advertising for their, uh, uh, for their business. So anyway, uh, Twitter, at SPJGreg. Facebook, is www.facebook.com forward slash SPJpodcast. That's all I got for you. I'll see you later.